Welcome to the Playing Injured Podcast, where we have conversations to help people turn their adversity into their advantage. Welcome to another episode of Playing Injured. We are so excited to be with you here today. Thank you for those who have uh, just continued to uh, plug into the Playing Injured pod. And for those who are first plugging in, um, we welcome you. We also hope that you're not just listening to us um, because you feel obligated, but you're really choosing podcasts based on what you really need and desire and to help you get to where you want to go. So if you like us, uh, keep listening. If you don't, go find something that's really going to empower you and help you get to where you want to go. Um, I'm here with a friend of mine, Michael Berggreen. And uh, Michael, thanks for thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Mason. I really appreciate the opportunity. You bet, man. It's going to be a it's going to be a fun conversation. Uh, we're going to get to the point right away. Uh, Michael has a background. He's, he's currently working as an account executive. Uh, but he also is uh, is the owner of AimwayHighCoaching.com, writing a book. He has a lot of passion for coaching, fitness, um, impact, and transformation. So this is uh, right in alignment with the plain interpod. I mean, it couldn't be better uh, in terms of where you where you are headed, uh, with the things you're passionate about, same thing we're passionate about. Um, so maybe we'll just kick right into it. Uh, and what do you think the world needs more of? If you could give advice to to some people today based on some of the things you've gone through what what do you think the world needs more of and then we'll dive into where that comes from for you yeah no i appreciate uh you asking me that question that's a great place to start um you know i would say two things right assuming positive intent in all people and uh and in all things loving anyways right you know i, I think that everybody kind of needs grace and we're all kind of growing and learning throughout life and and um, giving people that's that space to grow and and uh, you know a lot of times you know if if we're facing those those hard times or you know people are lashing out at you it's it's probably about their own pain and and really not about you and and so I think um, learning to love people and and being curious about you know those differing opinions even you know how how did they get there you know saying things like you know tell me more versus you know trying to change their opinion because you think that you're right. Um, I, I think, you know, being genuinely curious uh, about other people and, and how people got there and, and their journeys is a really important thing. Um, and of course, being genuine and vulnerable to kind of create those real connections in your life. So, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I think those two probably tie in pretty closely together, right? The two points you made, assuming positive intent and giving grace, learning to love other people. I think it's easy to say that. And I think if I was listening to this, you know, for the first time, I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's easy to say, but man, like I have to stand for something mm. and, you know, I have to believe in something or I'm going to fall for everything. So what's been your kind of journey through this and, and being willing to kind of let go and, uh, and what have you learned as you've, you've kind of assumed positive intent in people, because there's so many situations I just think about my life where it's like, dude, like that guy sucks at driving and like, <laughs> <laughs> like what the heck, man, like what's wrong with this person? Um, I think we do that all the time in certain situations. So any, any thoughts you have on that? Yeah, I, I think, 
you know, what it, what it comes down to is, is being okay with, you know, not always reacting in the most ideal way that, that you wish you could, right? Hindsight is twenty twenty. you know, we're all emotional people, right? And we all have, you know, those instincts or reactions or, or triggers. Um, but it's, it's about catching yourself in those moments, right? And, and, um, you know, a lot of times, I think, are the way that we react is about it's more about the emotional disc that we show up on. Like, how did we start our day? Did we start our day, you know, with limiting beliefs? Did we start our day with negative self-talk? You know, are we are we waking up on the wrong side of the bed? Right. I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, focusing on the your own momentum and energy that you're creating at the very beginning of the day that kind of helps drive things and, and helps you keep the calm and the chaos, right? Because, you know, we all, we all live in a, in a chaotic world and, and uh, it's so easy to just respond or, or get frustrated, but, you know, we got to remember that, that everybody, you know, is, is important. Everybody deserves love, you know, whether they're right or wrong, you know, whether that, you know, they're at the beginning of their journey and, and they're really struggling to, you know, treat people the right way, or, you know, for they're further along in their journey. You know, I, I think, um, not only giving grace to others, but giving grace to yourself and kind of being okay with uh, your journey involving going up and down the emotional scale. You're not going to always have those perfect days, right? It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to have an off week, but as long as you uh, stay focused on being a, a kind of a positive energy seeker and and uh, pursuing a character of, of love and, and honesty and, and uh, positive impact, I think that you're always going to get back on the right track if you, if you fall off personally. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that's, uh, that's just an amazing just tip there is really just starting that day out and really reflecting on when you are, you know, I think about myself um, when I'm in those situations and I'm, uh, I'm assuming negative intent of somebody. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, so like, how does that reflect on me? Like what, where, where, what is that showing about my heart and where I'm at? and maybe the things that I'm struggling with. So that's, that's really beautiful. Let's dive into that a little bit. Cause I think that's a good place. You seem to have quite a bit, at least on the face value, uh, listening to you here, uh, empathy, right? You seem to have a, a good level of kind of empathetic, uh, of take on, on life. Let's talk a little bit about where you came from and, uh, anything that maybe that, that always comes from some space or some place. Talk a little bit about that and your journey into that. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely get started there. And I'd like to add first to kind of my response before is you never really know what somebody's going through, right? And I think that's mm -hmm. where a lot of that empathy comes from. Um, you know, honestly, I grew up like a lot of people, right? You have a dysfunctional family, you you know, mom's a saint, dad's kind of a punk, right? Um, but but we had a lot of hard times, you know, it, it um, I kind of remember having a tough family life, maybe it's starting at age 10 and, and kind of moving on from there. Right. You know, we, I grew up in, in sort of a household where there was emotional, physical abuse, abuse on the father's side. You know, I had two younger siblings. I'm the oldest out of them. Um, and I, I think that was the toughest part is not really having a role model, seeing a lot of, you know, anger and, and, and temper, you know, growing up, um, it was it was tough seeing the kids go through that right and i i think i always had this complex of you know i'm the oldest if you know i've got to learn to defend others i've got to learn to be the stable one i've got to learn to 
um, be able to stand up for what I believe in and, and be stable and, and face adversity and, and stand up for others. And, and, um, you know, that, that's always been really important to me. Uh, and I, I struggle with the role model piece. And I think that's kind of why, you know, starting at age 13, that's, that's when I had my first drink, you know, and my first cigarette. And when I started skipping school and, you know, I was smoking weed by age 14 and, um, you know, just kind of skipping ahead a little bit at, at 16, my mom, you know, gave me an ultimatum, either you move out of the house and go to rehab or, um, you know, you, you can't live here. And so of course, being a stubborn teenager, I was like, screw you. And I had my tight friends, although they were all kind of into the same bad habits as me. You know, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll find my resources out there. I've got my cell phone, you know, see you later. Um, wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. You know, I, uh, I slept in the rain, you know, I slept in bathrooms for a week before I even kind of found shelter and, and a friend to offer me a place to live. And, and, um, you know, through kind of that the runaway period, um, got expelled from high school, you know, and, and that was in first, first two months of, of 10th grade and, and, um, kind of went on to, you know, got transferred to a couple alternative schools, got expelled from two of those and, you know, ended up getting my GED in jail. And, and, um, that's kind of where I had my spiritual awakening, I'll say. So, um, <laughs> I guess I'll give you that. And <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. So one of the things that um, is just fascinating to me is that you went down this journey of realizing pretty early on or feeling this weight of, yeah. of you need to be a role model. So if I understood you correctly, you felt that pretty young. Like I need to be an example, but you didn't like you weren't, I mean, you're, you weren't being a role model. So maybe walk us through kind of that you know, because I think there's a lot of people out there, including myself, where it's like, yeah, I need to be a good example, but I don't want to be a good example. I'm too young or I don't feel like I, you know, whatever. And and so how did you, you know, what was that? What do you think that was what was happening there in your in your younger years? Yeah, I, I would say two things. And thanks for, uh, you know, backpedaling a little bit, because I think that's important. Um, you know, growing up in that household where there was a lot of physical abuse, my first leadership quality was I need to be strong. And one day I need to be able to kick my dad's ass if it comes down to it. Right. And, yeah, and that's, that's just the honest truth. And, um, you know, the other side of it is not having a role model. Um, you know, I'm not going to listen to what anybody else has to say, you know, I'm going to do it my own way. And if you tell me not to do something, I'm going to scan it against my own moral compass. And if I think it's okay, I'm going to do it. You know, I, and, um, Grant, you know, it's it's important to note that my moral compass wasn't fully mature, <laughs> right? So I I learned a lot of things the hard way and got in a lot of trouble um, growing up. But the wisdom's kind of deeper inside me, uh, and and I have I have those real examples of you know going up and down those challenges and and conquering things and learning from them and having the true perspective of what it is to truly screw up your life and then get it back together. <laughs> We've partnered with Magic Mind, which is the world's first productivity drink. Magic Mind was created by James Bashira, who is a Silicon Valley investor and entrepreneur. He combined all the ingredients in his kitchen that helped him stay productive and crush the business world, then gave it a sweeter taste before sharing it with the world. Magic Mind is made with all natural ingredients that help 
decrease stress, boosts blood flow and cognition, and helps keep you focused. I typically drink Magic Mind in the morning with a cup of coffee, and it helps prevent that caffeine crash that most people feel, and it helps me stay focused throughout the day. So with that being said, go over to www.magicmind.co forward slash injured and use the promo code injured for 20% off. Once again, go to www.magicmind.co forward slash injured and use the promo code injured for 20% off. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting to me because I, I feel like uh, our society a little bit teaches like, especially the male figure and the male image and is like, be strong. Leaders are strong. They're, 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 they don't, they, you know, they don't fall. They, they just, you know, it's kind of like, like the 300, like, man, we, we can take on anything. Right. Um, but what I'm hearing from you is there's, it's kind of, it's actually paradoxical. Like, I think you're, you're kind of trying to help shift that mindset a little bit of what is, is strength really in strength or is strength really in, in meekness and weakness and humility? And so maybe talk a little bit more about that. Any thoughts you have on that? Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, mental strength is, is almost more important than physical strength. And, and, you know, I would say, you know, spiritual maturity is even more important than, than all of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's to me, I, I think it's important to, you know, have, have a strong body and, and be, you know, exercise and, and stay healthy and stay mobile. But, you know, at the same time, if, if all you are is strong and, and, um, you know, kind of able-bodied, but you don't have the mental and spiritual strength to get through life, you know, what else do you, you know, that that's not enough. Right. Um, you know, because when you're, when you're physically injured, you know, it's your mental and spiritual strength that's going to get you through. Or if you're, let's say you're going through a breakup, you know, um, it might be your physical strength and, you know, like working out or your spiritual strength that helps get you through, right? You got, you got to have, you know, the trinity of the three, you know, and, and maturity in all those areas in order to kind of be resilient and, and um, almost stable in your, in your peace. And again, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm a forever learner, um, always trying to, you know, pursue daily self-renewal of character and, and find that next level of, of, you know, strength and peace and, and, um, and all that stuff. So I, I definitely try to prioritize that each day to, to grow in all areas. That's so good morning. I mean, we talked about morning routine, mental health, spiritual strength, maturity. So let, let's mm-hmm. get a little bit more practical. Cause I think, you know, for me, it's always about, okay, so, so how do you, how do you go about this? Right. Like, mm-hmm. what does it look like? Like maybe even giving us like, what is your, your morning daily routine that you feel like is, has really empowered you to grow in these areas or, or how do you go about that? Any, any thoughts you have on that? Yeah, for sure. You know, like I said, I didn't really have a, a great male role model growing up. Um, you know, my mom was a saint and I always thought it would be so cool if, if I turned out like her, cause she's friendly with everybody and everybody loves her, but you know, I, I really needed that, that other side of that male influence too. And, and I didn't have it. So, um, you know, I, I seeked out leaders through, through YouTube, like, you know, Tony Robbins, Eric Thomas, you know, Jim Rohn, some of those strong ones. Right. And, and, uh, listen to a lot of, you know, preachers kind of growing up too, um, just looking for that positive message because, you know, I, I believe in God. Spirituality is kind of a big part of my life. And, and um, you know, I, I guess, let me think what else there is to say around that. Um, I guess I mean, understanding, have- understanding that consumption 
like information and energy in kind of creates your your mental and mature state internally. So it's like information and energy in, information and energy out, right? So so I I kind of shifted my consumption strategies from, you know, I just want to kill time or be distracted to anytime that I consume, there's going to be a purpose behind it, right? I'm going to be filling up my soul or I'm pursuing to become the person that I want to be, whether it be, you know, uh, you know, a leader in the space that I'm in, in my career, whether it be, you know, figuring out how to strategize around fitness or, or mental health or, um, you know, and, and there there isn't a, a book or a video out there or a problem out there that somebody hasn't already solved and kind of shared, right? So so being resourceful and figuring out how to access that and and not being defeating in your own thoughts, saying, "Well, I just can't figure out. I don't have the answer." The answers are out there. You just got to seek them and and have that desire to change. Beautiful. I mean, that is such a good point. And and one of the things that and. And, and I found this, you and I are similar in this, and I, I bet you a lot of our listeners are too. Like, would it be safe to say that like you and I are, are addicts and like consumption <laughs> beasts, right? Like, sure, yeah. I mean, I, I, like I drank a lot in my childhood. Like yep. I, I would get, a, I, I'm an, I'm an addictive personality. Like I, I, I love, I love to just be all in on stuff. Like that's, Absolutely. that's me. Right. And 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 what I'm hearing is you've shaped that into this positive in your life. You've taken what was very negative and addiction that led you down a very dark path, and you've yep. flipped that into like an addictive, positive personality and consuming consuming the right things. But it still gives you what's interesting. Would you say that it still gives you that same kind of euphoric state in some ways, or how is that? How is you? Because I think a lot of people who are down the addictive route in drugs and alcohol what they're missing is that kind of change in euphoric state that we yeah. have that, you know, that chemical change there. Do you, do you feel like you're getting that now? Or are you still missing that? Talk, talk us through that. Yeah, honestly, I think the biggest credit that I have to kind of uh, getting that euphoric state still is exercise. Um, you know, mm. I, I had been going to therapists from ages 12 to 18 and, and was taking medication for depression and anxiety. And when I moved out at 18, my mom was like, I'm not paying for that stuff anymore. You got to pay for it for yourself. And I think it was like $108 or something like that. And to me at that time, you know, I'm early in my career, not, e not even having a career, right? So $108 a month is, is a lot of money, right? I'm not making a lot of money. And so I'm like, how do I figure out how to manage my own mental health and, and um, a positive state without medication? And not saying that that's for everybody, right? But I, I went on a just unrelenting pursuit of health, fitness, you know, diet, nutrition, and not necessarily calorie counting, right? But just paying attention to the quality of food that I'm putting into my body um, and, and trying to get sleep and, but most of all exercise, right? And, and um, you know, again, like I said, consumption, you know, what you're listening to has a big effect on, you know, your character and your energy throughout the day. And, I'll just be honest. I, I'm a, I'm a type of person who likes to listen listen to worship music while while I work out. You know, I'm the type who while I'm working out, I get goosebumps and energy surging through me, and that's how good I feel. Right? Um, you know, I, I used to be into a lot of metal, a lot of rock and roll, and you know, there's a time and place for that. But right right now, it's it's a lot of the the worship music, the spont the you know the spontaneity of of live music. Um, 
you know, but I'll always have a special place in my heart for guitar solos. <laughs> <laughs> a little yeah. riff, little riff never hurt somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know, yeah. you know, I, I, I appreciate that. I was telling um, recently, um, I was telling a, a gentleman that we're doing some coaching and mentoring with who, who's, who's just a young kind of see a lot of me and him. And I was just telling him, you know, about his, his like self-talk and kind of how he, he's been speaking to himself and, yeah. and you know, how he's, it's, he's shaping himself through that. Like we, we talk to ourselves more than we talk to anybody. And, and I was like, bro, listen to me. Like, I don't think there's a, like, if you see me, if you followed me in a day, and this is what I'm hearing from you too, Michael, is like, you know, if you followed us in a day, it, there's something going into my brain uh, throughout the entire day. And it's, mm-hmm. it's usually 90% of the time, it's, it's a positive podcast or a book or worship music. The reason I listen to worship music too, isn't because there isn't other music out there that gets me energized. It's just, I know the words are affirming and I know yeah. that it's going to point me in the right direction. And I, I, I like, don't trust my own thinking still today, even after a decade of like right. really zoning in, I still don't trust my subconscious mind and and my negative thought process so it's really cool to hear that and I think um, it's a great tool that I think people overlook is that you know that consumption you can really consume in a really positive direction in your life if you choose to yeah and I think the biggest benefit to having kind of a, a morning routine to to start filling yourself up is you find that or at least I find that my happiness is much less conditional than, you know, some people out there that I notice, right? They're, they're hoping that something good is going to happen. That'll make them feel a good way during the day versus showing up full inside. You know, it's, it's like, it's like showing up at a store and expecting the cashier to give you a good experience when, when you just look sad or depressed or you're not energized, right? We all know those people who, Um, you know, we meet and they're just bright and they light up or they smile. And it's, it's hard not to smile or laugh when other people are smiling and laughing. So if you can figure out a way to show up in life like that, you know, for yourself first and start your day off in a positive way, whether it be an audiobook, whether it be working out, whatever you do to get into that state of of positivity, um, it's all about momentum, you know? Amen. Amen. Well, I think this is a really good place to, to kind of land, land the plane. Um, right. Is there anything else you'd like to share that we didn't hit on? Or is there any other just, just hacks or tips that you feel like would be beneficial to, to the audience? Um, yeah, you know, I, I think the biggest thing that I dealt with as I was making the changes is, is kind of that imposter syndrome, right? I've already talked about loving anyway. I've already talked about assuming positive intent and giving grace to others and giving grace to yourself. But, you know, it it's hard to, it's a discipline to figure out how to have those positive affirmations and stay consistent and have the awareness of when you're not feeling that way. Because for a long time, I had, I had issues with feeling worthy, with feeling deserving, um, you know, f- for a lot of different things. And right. I was, I had to figure out or have the awareness to this is happening within me right now in a negative way. And I need to figure out how to change my state. You know, how do I, how do I step away from this? How do I, you know, renew my energy and and come back and show up as my best self? Because, you know, we all need those moments where we need to step back or we're overwhelmed. And, 
And you can't be your best self if you're if you're amidst chaos or you're in a high emotional state, right? The answers don't come. I tell my wife this all the time. Like, you know, if we're in the middle of an argument, the answers aren't going to come in the midst of that chaos, right? They're going to come when we calm down and take a step back and, and uh, you know, really think about things from a place of love. And, and um, I, I think that's just so important when it comes to being gentle with yourself while you're trying to make a change because it, it doesn't happen fast. And, and like you said, and, and I've said, it's, we still have to do those things that involve daily self-renewal of character to, to keep ourselves grounded and to, you know, um, reflect and, and have an impact in a positive way in life. You know, if I go, if I go three days without working out or doing my morning routine, like I'm not the same person, I'll be honest with you. You know, it's, it's not like it's automatic for me now. Um, I, I still have to do those things to put myself in a positive state. And I would just encourage everybody else to figure out a way to, to start their day positively. That, that positive momentum is, is just everything for me in my life. And, and really a lot of what I have to owe to, you know, how I was able to make that change, because again, it's all about momentum. And if you can, if you can control the things that you can control, like working out, for example, um, you know, that was something that I knew if I could be successful in that area because I can control it, I know that I can be successful in a lot of other areas in life too. And so just figuring out what that thing is for someone else personally or for you personally, um, you know, what is what is that tool going to be? What are you going to stick to that's going to have that, that um, you know, impact for positive energy in your own life and reflect that for others? Man, well, there you have it. What an awesome uh, just discussion. Uh, I learned a lot. I got copious notes here. And uh, I'm just really pumped, Michael, uh, for for not only um, where you came from and, and more importantly, who you're becoming, but also I just see a lot of uh, a lot of uh, opportunity to, to make an impact um, and a ripple effect. Um, so I know this is going to help our audience quite a bit. Uh, folks, that wraps up this episode. Um, if you would like to get in touch with Michael, we'll put some of his contact information in here. Um, I think, uh, you know, websites and, and things like that, that you can link to him and you can get in touch with him. And uh, we wish you all the best on, on your adventure and hope you apply uh, a couple items from this discussion today. Grace and peace. Yeah, thanks, Mason. I appreciate what you're doing in the world, man. You're awesome. Take care. Our brand design and strategy is by Tessa at fivefootstudios.com. You can also follow her on Instagram at fivefootstudios. Our music is by Lakey Inspired. Go ahead and subscribe so that you never miss an episode and click the five stars to give us a rating. And most importantly, keep playing injured.